2: This year, love your skin again. Go to DimeBeautyCO.com now and unlock your discount. That's DimeBeautyCO.com. Hello. Hi. Hello. Wow. Wow.
0: <laughs> Guys.
2: We are both blown the fuck away by...
0: We have to go right into this.
2: Yeah, we just have to like tear it apart. I'm Lara. I'm Carrie. And you're listening to Sexy, Sexy
0: Unique,
2: Unique podcast pod- Salty Utah, Utah Queens. Queens.
0: The reunion, guys, part one of an explosive three part reunion and yeah okay truly like where was this energy the whole season
2: i'm unclear i t- was on I'm the edge mad. of my seat watching this i went into i went into the reunion being like like literally it crossed my mind i was like do we even need to record like three episodes like i'm kind of done with this flop season like why are there three reunions i don't get it and right. then i watched and my jaw was on the floor and my heart rate was accelerated and yeah. i I was wrapped and now I can't wait for the next two reunions, and I can't wait for the next season of this show
0: yeah it's it's good guys i mean i'm I too was kind of like, I don't really give a shit, like we're kind of I feel like we're gonna be phoning in this reunion recaps, but no, just when you thought this season was sort of done and cooked and and setting a a tone for kind of a boring flop Franchise. franchise no they came in and they brought the same energy that we had in the first episode it's what I needed and I think all my theory is that the time between filming and now has probably been so long that they're just so ready to fight and like get in it and I think they have all have a lot to say and they've been like holding it in for so long yeah. So I think they were ready to go, ready to go six feet apart.
2: I love that set too. I was like oh, cozy, God. cozy snowtime Utah vibes. It was really soothing to me to was, see that.
0: It was like gestad.
2: Yeah. I'm like really missing like a cozy winter moment right now. And that gave me, that gave me the coziness I needed to live another day
0: um yeah it was great i i was like i was surprised to see that it was filmed in new york
2: oh yeah i didn't catch that they did because at the end lisa was like at the very beginning
0: well at the end lisa was like i live i'm from here new york is my home so they were i think they were filming the reunion in at a studio in new york so that's probably why we got the the luck set they really went all out on this set it was it was a winter wonderland.
2: Mm-hmm. Blown away. Great set decoration. That should be up for like an Emmy, whoever did that set.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, I, yeah, it was, it was like restoration hardware, pottery barn, you mm-hmm. know, just a vibe. De-
2: deep resto vibes.
0: Deep resto, chalet, chic, um, like,
2: I, I love a fire pit.
0: Oh, yeah. Those seats look really sheepskin comfy. throws. Yes.
2: I love logs of wood with each has like a little tiny bit of snow on it because it's been outside. Mm-hmm. It was really, it really was everything. It I, was. I've been craving. Mm-hmm. Who's your favorite outfit?
0: Honestly, probably between Meredith and Mary.
2: Okay, yeah, I've I have to give it up to Mary. She looks incredible.
0: Yeah, she she was bringing it. I didn't like her fur. I could have done without that, but I love the dress. Meredith looked mm-hmm. great. Everyone else looked a little like New Jersey prom. Um,
2: Meredith's dress, like I love the cut of the cleavage. Yeah, but I'm always weirded out by like a tuxedo. Yeah, dress. I
0: guess that's true.
2: Like, it's it's very, like, Halloween color scheme tuxedo to me. So I was like, hmm. But she looked incredible.
0: Yeah, they, I think they all looked a little costumey. But I think Mary looked the most herself, which I was into. Yeah, definitely.
2: And Lisa looked kind of, she looked great, too. But she was extremely Itchy? tan. She, yeah. had a, she had a really, a real spray tan issue. Tan hands. And then she looked... Like, I love the hair, but the dress also seemed really casual compared to everyone else's. Yeah.
0: I thought she looked... I think Lisa's looked way better on the show. Like, I think she's pulled looks that were more chic and, like, elegant on the show than in this reunion. And I think she was, like, back in New York, probably feeling her city, native New Yorker, and just went to, like, (laughs) a spray... She went to Long Island to see family and was like, I'm going to go get a spray tan. You know, and just went for it.
2: Yeah. No one washed. She did not wash her hands after that tan.
0: Yeah. I think she came like straight from like she did like a 5 a.m. spray spray tan.
2: (laughs) So it's just going to get darker and darker as the day goes on. Yeah.
0: Um, It's
2: dangerous out there with spray tans.
0: Jen looked. I like Jen's hair. But I didn't like her. I didn't like the dress.
2: No, I didn't like her dress. I didn't love Heather's dress. No. And Whitney Whitney confused me. Yeah. I mean, she looks great, but the dress is like, it's just a lot for me.
0: Here for Whitney's boob lift. Um, Yeah. Here for...
2: Love a... Plastic surgery Q and A where mm-hmm. people come clean. That's my dream question. Mm-hmm. And so I was here for all of the people that like we're laid honest. it out on the table. And to mm-hmm. those
0: and to those who weren't, I'm Mary, keeping my eye on you, <laughs> Meredith, <laughs> Mary. Yeah, we're, we're we're your ones to watch. We'll just say mm-hmm. I'm waiting for Mary to waiting. confirm her complete facial reconstructive surgery.
2: Her complete. Like, face-off that she had.
0: um, Total face-off vibes. Um, So, you know, Andy... Andy looked hungover, by the way.
2: <laughs> yeah, he seems a little, like, worse for wear. COVID? Maybe COVID and maybe just, like, the Didn't general stress of having to, like... He had COVID right at the beginning. He was one of the first. Mm. And... Maybe just the stress of having to, like, gather with people and, like, shoot something mid-pandemic. True. While also raising a a child.
0: His sweet son. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Benjamin. He's so cute. I can't believe how big he is now.
0: I know. I love that knowing him and Anderson's kid are going to be friends.
2: Best friends. Yeah. Anderson's kid also looks a lot like my godson. So every time I see him, I'm like reminded of my godson.
0: Oh, a sweet angel himself.
2: A true cherub.
0: Cherubic. I liked seeing Andy kind of do his little walkabout in the beginning where he goes to each of the women's dressing rooms.
2: Is that the first time that they're meeting him IRL? It seemed like it.
0: Or just they haven't seen each other in a while maybe. But, yeah, some of them did seem a little, like, he seemed kind of shy around them. They, like, it was interesting to see him, how he vibes with them. Because I don't think, because they're not, he's not that familiar with them.
2: He doesn't do, like, he is just, like, executive producer yeah, or, or like, gets the credit. But I don't think that he, like, chooses these women or vets them or has anything to do with, like, day-to-day production of the show. No. So I would assume that he just watches it and then meets them at the end at this point.
0: Yeah, probably like in the beginning, I think he would pick and be part of that. But now, yeah, like with I think like Vicky and like the like, I think he was that was very him. But Mm -hmm. yeah, I, I think he was maybe meeting them. I think he probably knew like Meredith, though. It seemed like he had a he had a rapport with a few of them. So maybe he's like Skyped. Anyway, but it was just, I just liked seeing him talk to them. Seeing him with Mary was like, felt uncanny valley to me.
2: Yeah, it was two holograms interfacing.
0: Mm -hmm. Seeing Mary at all was just, and knowing, and seeing how much of a player she was in this reunion.
2: Yeah, she really brought it and like, was very like lucid and it felt like she was part of the group, which was weird after seeing her be Isolated. so distant from yeah. everyone else and just like in her bedroom.
0: I love that Mary kind of chimed in any conversation that was happening when she was not involved. Mary had to chime in and, it, and she always she made a salient point, but also a point that was often explosive. And she mm-hmm. really just like stuck her nose in everyone's business. And I really appreciated it.
2: Yeah, I did, too. She knows how to, like, she makes a lot of sense when she talks. And, like, I think she's kind of a good moderator of, like, conflict. Totally. Of being, like, this person needs to hear this. And, like, you're trying to see that. Like, I would even love it if she just took over the reunion and, like, swapped seats with Andy. And then she just ran the show from here on out.
0: I mean, she is a first lady after all. So she's, she's very good mm-hmm. at delegating and, and mediating. So I think she, you know, she's definitely, a, a, a she's not afraid to be in the mix, which is Not at all. Hopeful for me that in season two, they'll let her be more in the mix with the other women. And because well, I'm, I'm now Or like, she'll want to be. hmm. I'm now guaran- I'm now convinced that she'll she'll be returning.
2: She has to she has right, to. like you don't give up this much of a performance if you're like gonna leave, yeah, we need to see that we need to play this out and see where it goes with old Mary,
0: totally, um can I just say my top moment was when Heather is getting emotional when Jen's speaking about her f- deceased father, and then Heather discloses that her dad died last April, <laughs> and then <laughs> everyone's like wow i'm really sorry to hear that and it's like there's a silence and then mary just goes mine too (laughs) and lisa goes oh really i I had no idea i'm so sorry i had no i didn't know that that happened and then mary goes yeah and doesn't you know
2: doesn't elaborate
0: doesn't elaborate uh i need to play that i recorded it it was yeah truly Mm -hmm. incredible moment
2: my dad passed away in april i'm sorry mine did too yours did too i'm mm-hmm.
1: sorry really yeah okay, i'm sorry I didn't
0: know that. yeah and here's the thing i i posted that on twitter and joel kim booster responded and was like love not knowing if she's telling the truth
2: mm-hmm. and i was just like she's, you'll never know She
0: she keeps us on her toes and i love that like anything she says even if it's like relating to someone after losing a parent like you're not sure if that's the truth and that's why mary is so compelling because she's so mysterious and like kind of she's very haunting and and i like everything she says is kind of done with a smile and you don't know if it's real and that's why i think it's it was so that moment was truly shocking to me
2: yeah it's she's extremely tapped in but also extremely tapped out yeah she's like duality
0: yeah she's one 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 foot in the in the other side. And that's mm-hmm. why we need her to stay.
2: Yeah, we do. We need a mystical element to the salt lake city realness. But she was um, she was
0: not in a place of Tirnanog tonight, like she was fully in the real and in the you know in this plane which i was true pleased about
2: but i do believe the other side is calling to her and she does succumb to their calls like at some point in the reunion like when she falls asleep like i believe that she's transporting herself to narnia yeah
0: yeah Mm -hmm. that was that was wild
2: i can't wait for that moment I love at the beginning when Andy is like addressing each of the women and kind of introducing them. And he was like, Lisa, is God mad about your alcohol brand? And she goes, no, he's not. I ask him. I ask him every day. And he keeps blessing me with more sales.
0: She goes, God will never care that I own a tequila company.
2: He goes, how do you know? I ask him every day. I ask
0: him every day.
2: And then he blesses me with more sales. Uh, All right, fair.
0: I like when he. I forgot that this happened, but he- Rihanna DM'd Heather on Instagram and was oh, like, yeah. "You give me life." And
2: they had a. Andy asked about
0: that, and just seeing shots of other women like just seething with jealousy was really nice.
2: Yeah, love a facial reaction. Andy also let some really like wild questions through like nothing was off limits and like he was letting the questions be like pretty insulting. Yeah. Like he was like Mary what was up with your hair? Did they not have any like black hair salons in Utah? And she's like
0: she no, kept they didn't. it
2: real. She was like I know no they didn't and I know my hair was really bad and I felt that.
0: She goes it hurt my feelings <laughs> my hair.
2: Yeah. I get that. Like, sometimes everyone's hair has a moment where it turns on you and it betrays you and deeply hurts your feelings.
0: Yeah. And I think, you know, I, I really appreciated Mary just flat out. Mary, the good thing about her is like she's she's a little she is self-deprecating, like she'll drag herself.
2: She has a sense of humor up to a certain point. Yeah. And I guess that point is like when it comes to her church or the fact that she's married to her stepgrandfather, that's where the self-deprecation completely stops. Uh-huh. Like no questions asked, no humor about either of those yeah.
0: things. When it comes to her cult, Mary's not a loller. But when it comes no. to bad hair or questionable outfits, Mary can roll with it. Mm-hmm. Um,
2: I love Heather being like my hair my I get it my hair was bad too and then Mary goes no no my hair took us all home (laughs) and I like that saying I was
0: kind of like Heather stay out of this (laughs) yeah we talk about the thumbs up gate when it's so crazy all compared to this reunion all the drama and the fighting seems so tame and and like muted compared to the Full throttle. Like these, they're going for the jugular in this, in this reunion with each other. It's like, it's such a, it's such a far cry. Like they were fighting in this reunion, like a New York season, like late season, late series New York reunion fight where they're just like going for it. They're all just used to each other. They're just flinging bombs at each other. They were fighting with each other in a way that denoted veteranship and like, Kind of old hats at this. Like, I was very impressed by their kind of comfort in this setting.
2: Yeah, I'm, cause then I also like watching back, I realized that like there were instances of conflict like very steadily throughout the season. Mm -hmm. But for some reason, it just never added up to like an explosive or dramatic like through line the entire time and maybe that's just on i don't know who that's on like maybe the women i just thought like oh they don't care that much i guess Mm -hmm. or maybe like the editors are not editing it in a way that kind of shows that because like i forgot about thumbs up gate and like lisa being so rude at that dinner Mm -hmm. and
0: i forgot about lisa icing heather in the opening episode
2: yeah like I forgot and then about that all seemed of it. to be resolved rather quickly, and I guess like neither of them cared after that. Mhm, I guess it was just like those moments of drama that you expect to be held onto to and like pushed through and really, the only person holding on to any sort of anger and resentment was Jen, so then she became like the focal point of like ang- her anger became the focal point.
0: Jen was very tame in this reunion, and I think she's had like some kind of media coaching or something because she was extremely <laughs> or she was on like Ativan or Beta something because she was <laughs> extremely chill in this com- for Jen. Mm-hmm. Like she got a little emotional, but she was very, and I'm hope, you know, I'm not hoping, but I'm, I'm sure that things will escalate, but she was extremely like, okay. Like putting on airs of, of calmness.
2: Yeah. We got to we like also talked about Jen versus Meredith like in regards to her comments about Brooks and his like collection of a singular mm-hmm. tracksuit and okay my thing with Jen and Meredith is like one of them is lying like one of them is straight up just like not telling the truth about stuff mm-hmm. and. I kind of think I it's Meredith. I can't figure out who it is, but I do think yeah, I kind of think Meredith too. Like, I think Meredith and This is just my opinion. I'm not trying to like slander her good name. Love her so much, but I think she like takes prescription pills and like forgets.
0: Meredith, I think Jen is twisted, but I think she's telling the truth about a lot of this, and especially later yeah. when they talk about like the night that sounds like they sounds like that night that jen came over they got like blottoed and like shit
2: faced they got yeah. like
0: like meredith was smoking cigs like brooks was mad at Meredith. like sounds like shit went down that night and jen ended up passing out in one of the marks's bedrooms like jen stayed yeah, the night but then she but then she, she says meredith like, like meredith asked her. me to, and i and i yeah, remembered i thought the night. didn't they have plans to have a slumber party
2: I think they had plans to maybe have another slumber party after that, but then because of that slumber party got so messy and because (laughs) apparently Brooks and Chloe saw Jen's vagina and had no choice but to go to Best Buy to soothe themselves. (laughs) That was dark to me. all future sleepovers were canceled.
0: That was dark to me, but I also related to that deeply because I probably would do the same. Because I actually had, I remember a night, some a family tragedy had happened in my extended family and my sister and I were home from college and she, we like drove to a shopping center that had Best Buy in it to just to get out of the house. Mm-hmm. So I like get that.
2: Sometimes you just have to go to Best Buy.
0: Mm-hmm. But yeah, I was very like, what is happening here? It And also, but also on Meredith, to Meredith's point, it sounds like Jen has like accrued, like a folder of
2: a dossier, a dossier of, incriminating of like incriminating videos and photos of
0: <laughs> Meredith Marks like from her being with her side piece to like Meredith smoking cigs like Jen Jen apparently videotaped Meredith smoking according to Meredith like videotaped her smoking I believe cigs. that I do too and Jen was like because Jen was like what are you talking about
2: yeah, in the past she was like, I have photos of her with her man. So I was like, Jen, I think does collect she seems like a collector of like damning evidence. Or and we, not we all that she would ever necessarily that. use it, but I know people that do that kind Me of too. shit. where they just have it and then you're like, Why would you do that? And they would never show it, but it's like a power move to just like mm-hmm. establish that they have shit on you.
0: And for and for whatever reason, Meredith seemed really Like, it was like a big deal that she revealed that she smoked cigs.
2: (laughs) Love, she goes, when I have a few drinks, I might smoke a cigarette.
0: Yeah, once in a while. Brooks was apparently mad at her.
2: That's your business. That's and that's your business. Yeah,
0: she was right though. I
2: love, and that is her business. You know what? Smoking is unhealthy, but you're allowed to do it.
0: Yeah, once in a while, if you need a fucking cig
2: to you that's what you need it's what you need
0: they got blackout that night and that will that we were I'm sure there is b-roll footage of that night and we will never see it I'm sure there's footage of them getting
2: yeah but I'm like show the footage
0: release release the kraken I want to see I want to see Meredith and Jen like get because you know they had fun
2: yeah, getting shitty and silly with each other, and like to smoking the point where it's on the like someone's smoking a cig, and the other person's like ha ha, ha and then like they pass out in separate <sighs> beds, and then Jen leaves the next morning wearing Brooks's tracksuit. Like, why didn't we get to see that?
0: Jen was also a hundred percent correct when saying it's not a fashion line.
2: It's not. It just simply is not.
0: It's a. It's one suit. Over and over again.
2: And has been the same suit for years now.
0: Meredith was like, Jen is correct to say that. <laughs> Apparently Jen came for Brooks on social media.
2: But then they showed the one screenshot of a comment that she made back to someone else and it was her just saying, like you're gonna believe that just because a white privileged family says that. So it wasn't really about Brooks. She probably said some other shit and then deleted it, but also, like, I shudder to th- imagine the kind of hate that these women get in, like, DMs and comments and stuff like that. Like, whenever something oh. happens, like, I was just like, oh my fucking god. Like, I cannot imagine.
0: Yeah. I mean, the Bravo fandom is, like, unhinged, so I cannot imagine the, like, <laughs> basically, terrorism that they get from people yeah because people are brutal about bravo people
2: it's insane so i it's insane and i was (laughs) like shut i was truly like having secondhand like ptsd on like lisa's behalf when she was like the dms i got and like just being like oh my god like how would you ever be able to deal with that and also like the shit like that any of them say on social media like it's such a it's such a thing now and it did not used to be like a sticking point in like reunions or drama or whatever but it's interesting to see how social media has now played a big part in like conflict between these people on tv because it is like such a it's like such a horrible deal when someone talks shit about someone else
0: but here's my thing. you can't have your cake and eat it too they I get really annoyed when a lot of the drama in the reunion is is based off things that we don't see the things that happen in the off season and like after mm-hmm. shooting and like they they play they play it like they're not on a show when they're filming the show and that they're not famous and that they're not like they don't all have like a lot of followers and are getting like if you're going to have the social media be a part of the reunions, like you need to have it in the show too. Like you need to have on every franchise of real housewives. They need to just stop pretending at this point. And I did it a few times in New York when they would like break the third wall or whatever. But like Mm -hmm. they need to just start doing that more. I think because they need to keep the franchise fresh and like social media apparent is such a big deal to these, all these women. So it's like, and a lot of shit goes down on Twitter. And so like, have that be part of the drama like the editors need to leave that shit in and like we need to see more of that going down because it happens during filming and it's annoying to me when i have to like i don't know what they're talking about and it's like more drama than what was we saw on the season so it's like have that in cuz that's going to be i think that would create another element to and a more real in quotes element of a show that's supposed to be about real people of people dealing totally. with social media and like The hell of social media and like trolls and we need to see that more and not just save it for the reunion and it's really annoying to me and i'm impassioned
2: i love your passion i respect your passion and i have to say that a show that really did a good job of like integrating social media drama was vanderpump rules yeah no that they like i feel like they would talk shit about each other but for some reason i feel like the housewives are treated differently like they're somehow above the that kind of fray but they're not so they don't talk to it but they're not they all use it and they all like
0: they all shit on each other they bully each other other. yeah i mean potomac i I think potomac incorporates a a lot more and is more realistic about social media like especially with monique and candace i think after that they're like physical altercation and i think they do a really good job at incorporating it, and I think the other franchises need to follow Potomac's lead in more ways than one. But I'm always like, I don't stop throwing this at us. It's, it's like, cheap. That's mm-hmm. what I think.
2: Agree. I love the footage, the lost footage of Meredith and Lisa's birthday that Jen threw them together. I had forgotten that she threw them a birthday party, and for some reason I thought that she threw a party for Heather. But it was really a party for Meredith and Lisa. And when they brought out the cake, and Meredith's cake was like a four-tiered, like beautiful white cake with flowers on it. And then Lisa's cake was a tiny square that said like, Happy birthday, Lisa. Yeah, we got
0: <laughs> we got like a full. So this is a great little montage. To realize that it was also Lisa's birthday was shocking to me.
2: And her actual birthday. Birthday to me.
0: Happy birthday to me
2: me and her going around to everyone going it's, it's my birthday, birthday. It's, it's also crazy birthday. that
0: meredith and lisa are a day apart they're like literally they the truly same truly twins it's they're literally maholland drive
2: they are i think just separated at birth i would not put it past One of their mothers to have given birth to Meredith and then a day later given birth to Lisa but realizing I cannot have two children so I must give this woman up and then having another family come and adopt Lisa and then they were raised separately, but thank God, Salt Lake City brought them back together.
0: When Lisa came out of her mother, the first she didn't cry. The first thing she did was look up at the doctor and go, "Happy birthday to me!" <laughs> and all and they were all like, "Wow, this baby's the most incredible like angel ever."
2: Yeah, she could. She came out of the womb fully speaking and lucid and, and ready she, to do she things. After saying "Happy birthday to me," they said how are you feeling? And she goes, amazing. <laughs> she looked at
0: her mother and and go, then they said, you look amazing. You're all amazing. I love everyone here.
2: <laughs> I love that. as was like, <laughs> it snipped her umbilical cord.
0: <laughs> Loving this. I, and I love that. I think her
2: mom was a little too overwhelmed. She said, I have one infant and one baby that can speak in full sentences and like, is talking like a PR girl. Like, I I just don't think I can handle this. And Lisa said, I totally get it. I understand. They were wheeled into that like
0: baby room where they all are in those like Mm -hmm. tanks. And everyone was crying. And Lisa was just going, you're all amazing. We're so amazing. (laughs) amazing. Look (laughs) at all of us. Look at us. (laughs) This is so, this is very cute. I love this.
2: She goes, I love your hat. To another one of the babies, because, you know, they put those little baby beanies on them. Mm-hmm. And, like, love someone, that. Like someone came by to like check her swaddle and she's like, love your stethoscope. Love that.
0: Love that.
2: This is an incredible room. It's amazing and here. It's so warm. Ugh, I love that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> love that.
2: This year, love your skin again. Go to DimeBeautyCO.com now and unlock your discount. That's DimeBeautyCO.com.
0: Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, Princess Diana. But that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Okay, I just need to comment that I found throughout the whole reunion, kind of until the end, that Meredith was very... She did not back Lisa up, ever. Like, she no. she was kind of... And I wonder if they have tension. And it seems like they do. But it, I felt like she wasn't very, like... Like, when Lisa was sort of getting roasted by everyone, like, Meredith didn't come in to, like, defend her which i thought was kind of well, odd meredith didn't
2: say a whole lot in the reunion in tbh like she was kind of like in on her pills. own zone yeah on yeah like sh- i was waiting for her because at one point <laughs> brooks was in her during ear. Lisa's <laughs> roast yeah brooks is like mother say nothing yeah um but at one point meredith did kind of perk up and she was like I would like to say something and then just sat back and then didn't say anything. Mm -hmm. So I think that she just was having a hard time, like keeping up with the, with the action. Mm -hmm. I love Lisa and Heather fighting and then Lisa going roll footage, roll footage.
0: And then Heather goes, we're not going to be rolling footage here. Heather was, has been in therapy. She's found her voice even more. And I was just very into Heather just shutting down. Everything.
2: She's killing it.
0: She's fucking killing it. And she. She is. She hates Lisa. Like she.
2: Yeah. But based on what? Just because, like, just because of Lisa's attitude and that she was, like, dismissive at the party. When they did roll the footage, it really was Lisa, looked like Lisa gave Heather the cold shoulder.
0: Here's the deal, though. I think they have, they've known each other for 20 years and they knew each other in college. So they probably have, like, Long standing confliction about each other, opinions, yeah, yeah, and beliefs about each other. I think that Heather and Lisa have not. I think Lisa, I really, I still believe Lisa holds this like kind of newly minted Mormonism where she thinks she has to be like looked down on anyone who's not fully like embracing Mormon. And she probably felt a little threatened by Heather because of her like lineage. That's what I think.
2: She's on her high horse, her high Mormon steed for sure but (laughs) (laughs) she also what's uh, interesting about them is they're both like girl bosses Mm -hmm. with their own companies and like their own like passion projects so i think that there's a lot of competition that they probably feel with each other like totally neither of them would acknowledge that but each are kind of like threatened by it in their own way
0: Mm -hmm. yeah i just think they they just because they're kind
2: of two sides of the same coin in a lot of ways. Like mm-hmm. they should be friends, but yet they don't, they're not getting along because they're, but they're similar. And even like Heather is pretty direct and like says it like it is, which is how Lisa is too. I think they just like butt heads over their shared similarities.
0: Yeah, I think that's, I think you're right. I think it's just, they just see each other and each other and they hate it.
2: hmm because people were coming for Lisa, but I honestly, and I understand why, but I felt very like team Lisa. Like, I did let too. Like let Lisa just be Lisa.
0: And I think she was authentic when she shed tears about her kids.
2: Yeah. And like, okay, I'm sick of people trying to like sh- Sundance shame her. It's one week of the year where she's unavailable. It's like her thing. Like, I love her being like, I have babysitters I have a hospital concierge on call I have a wonderful husband who actually likes spending time with my kids (laughs) it's like honey don't air yourself out that much but like support you in every your endeavors like I love it like let her fucking be unavailable not answer the phone she's working she does not have to be there that week I don't like that
0: Yeah, I really think she does. I think in her very Lisa way, she's a good mom, and she really does love her sons. And she might go about it in strange ways, like having them go to like
2: be entrepreneurs and at like (laughs) go after school to
0: like a WeWork and like talk to some random girl who like does social media. Like, I think that's kind of strange, but she's trying. And I think I felt I felt for her when she got all choked up and forclamped about her kids. And I think yeah, you know, Andy was like. I, you know, basically you don't show emotion and right now you are. And I think you're one soft spot. And she goes, it's my kids. I, goes, I love those boys. Jack and Henry are the best things I've ever done.
2: They're everything to me.
0: And it's beautiful. It is beautiful.
2: And it's not like she's like an absent mother. No, like Of she's course just, she's like setting them up for whatever they need will be taken care of. It's just she has to be at Sundance.
0: I think Lisa was very targeted on social media. And I think she... Is rattled and she's the most. I think she was probably, I think even more than Jen, weirdly, was probably the most like drags, especially. I can see like other parents being like holier than thou yeah. about her and like becoming for her on social media. Um, Mom
2: shame is so real,
0: it is. Let her live,
2: let her fucking be team the team Lisa. Of Sundance. Yeah, Team Lisa for fucking life. I don't give a shit. She can have the worst spray tan of all time and have orange hands. But I ride and I die on the Lisa Barlow Hill.
0: Me too. She posted something this weekend like, like, I don't don't subscribe to chaos. It was like some selfie she did and I was just like fucking ham. Hell yeah. (laughs) Love
2: that. She is chaos. That's why she doesn't have to subscribe. Mm -hmm. Controlled chaos. She's in charge.
0: When Lisa was talking about, she was like, I still had fun at that party that was f- supposed to be for me. And she goes, and I had beautiful hair.
2: <laughs> she knows what matters most in life.
0: And Andy kind of presses. She's like, "You, so you guys have known each other for a while. Because one of them said, like, I don't really know this girl. I think Lisa said that. And Heather was like, no, like, we've known each other since college. And Andy was like, why did you say she was a good time girl to Lisa? And Lisa, she's like, I heard an anecdote. And she heard an anecdote that Heather pressed her boobs up on like a window. And
2: I love.
0: And Heather was like, no, I've and I've touched base with the people that you were referencing. And they deny saying that. So Lisa either made that up or Heather's denying it.
2: But then Heather goes, I am a good time girl.
0: Yeah. She was in a lot more fun than this mess. She says about Lisa. God, damn.
2: Yeah, they just they go way back, and I feel like they just have their resentment, and like, stems from like being nineteen to twenty-two, mm-hmm. and like having knowledge of each other then, and like the way they felt about each other then is like still playing out to this day. Mm-hmm. And they both happen to be like very successful in their own ways, so it's amplified. Mary defends her loofah look, which, like, okay.
0: Yeah. Um, <laughs> go off, Mary. She is
2: not runway Valentino. Not everyone can fit into that. And it's not for everyone. So I was like, all right.
0: Yeah, Mary kind of just is able to just shut it down. Oh, um, we talk about Lisa kind of the way she is a little dismissive of Whitney and kind of talks down to her. And they were talking about Lisa commenting on Whitney doing like twerking at Shaw's, coach Shaw's birthday. And Andy was like, do you think Whitney's like a floozy? And Lisa goes, I didn't, I don't think that. And then we cut to the confessional and she's basically like, I wouldn't dance like that in front of someone's husband. And then we got unseen footage of Lisa getting down.
2: She did the splits.
0: She did splits. Yeah, Heather was like, so who did you do the splits in front of?
2: Yeah, so I wish that we had seen that, like, in that episode. Because I it's know. stuff like that that just gives you more, like, context and, like, paints the picture. Yeah. But I think she does look down on Whitney. She like, totally I does. Think probably from, like, a religious standpoint. And then also... Like, I think probably from a professional standpoint as well.
0: I think she just rubs, some people just rub people the wrong way. And I think some people just have kind of not, like, inarticulated, unarticulated dislike of people, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think she, I really think Lisa, I love Lisa, but I really think she's, like, very into the Mormon elitism and I think she sees Whitney as like a heathen because she kind of dissented she was like a a dissenter and she and her husband had an affair and like it probably scandal so I think she just sees her as like a bad seed and I think that's
2: unfair Mm -hmm. yeah and then also Whitney is kind of annoying like totally starts drama for no reason so and she insulted Vita she insulted Vita she danced she twerked and got on the floor
0: she dared to insult vita tequila
2: mm-hmm. and you just don't do that about someone's brand
0: also i was gonna say when you were talking about mary talking about her green outfit she said she said she was talking about her outfits in general and she was you know not everyone can fit into these outfits
2: yeah <laughs> she was valentino off the runway not everyone can fit in <laughs> and i was like that's true. She's just. So she's the, basically saying, like, drag. I'm samples. I'm sample size. Get over it. Yeah. Can't fight with that. Can't. <laughs> can't argue that. I certainly can't fit into off the runway Valentino. So I sure as hell can Game set match, Mary. Yeah. <laughs> I will hold my tongue when and it would, comes to fashion.
0: I'd love to wear what Mary wears. Some some of her outfits. I would love to wear them.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would love to have a bedroom filled with any clothes that I could possibly want. Would off be, the runway that would be a dream? Right off the runway.
0: Um, Jen denies getting plastic surgery and says she just has fillers. I think that's true. I think maybe she said well, a she nose says, job.
2: She basically said she had a nose job because like her son had butted her nose, but I think that's kind of like
0: blame the kid.
2: <laughs> that's like a the cop out. Nose job. Like, I feel like Jennifer Aniston did that where she was like, I have a deviated septum. Like, and then she got a nose job. And like, we all a have lot of septums. I know, like, a lot of women use that, but it's fine. Just say you got a fucking nose job. Like, no one cares. I mean, I care, but I'm not going to like demonize yeah. anyone for getting a nose job.
0: I'm always when people are like, oh, I've heard people say they had to get nose surgery because their noses collapsed from all the cocaine they were doing. And I'm always like, Damn, I should have. Damn, I guess I didn't do enough
2: cocaine. (laughs) Yeah, I'm. I'm shocked by that, but also not that shocked.
0: But yeah, so Whitney is also is like, yeah, she. Whitney's like, I've had it all.
2: Filler, Botox, and then she got a boob lift recently. Love that for her. Heather stays silent. (laughs) Meredith stays silent. I was like looking at Heather. Stays silent. Yeah. But I guess you just assume that Heather's had like face stuff done because of her business.
0: Andy also mentions that Jen's going to have some kind of knee procedure that, that Heather does. which oh, I Oh,
2: like, I'm so interested in that. Like, I guess they're developing. There's something that you can do that's like a knee rejuvenation. I've actually like Googled this, but wow. I'm not I don't know if it's like a machine that does it. Or if it's, you can get maybe, like, Kybella injected into your knees that, like, dissolves fat. Like, that's what some people get injected into, like, their under chin to, like... Right, right, right. Get your double chin to go away. I've just spent a lot of time, like, researching plastic surgery, especially recently, because I, like, got into a Kendall Jenner K-hole, where I was like, I have to figure out, like, what she did to her face. She and got like, her lips. Couldn't.
0: She, I think she got her lips done, and like she a, got her lips
2: done. I think she got a brow lift or a Botox brow lift or that fox eye surgery.
0: Yeah, I think that they, the especially the Kardashians, they like want their faces to look like filters, like big yeah, eyes. But they
2: perfected the filter plastic surgery. But it's like, can someone and no website will actually like break it down and be like,
0: well, she can't disclose that because she's that would. That would like kind of I feel like that would make her in her eyes like she's supposed to be like Hurt the her super... modeling: Yeah, career. she's supposed to be the supermodel. but like they all get shit done.
2: You look at their faces and you're like you your face is literally completely different from how you looked like six years ago. like your eyes are yeah. bigger and like wider you have like more space between your eyebrow and your eyelid like. Mm-hmm. Just say it. At this point, just say it. Just like I her and Bella Hadid, st- just oh fucking my God. say it. Come on, Bella. Just spill the fucking beans. Spill like the beans. It's enough is enough.
0: <laughs> Blake Lively.
2: Just say it. Just say it. We all know. <laughs> I will scream this into the void until people are just honest about their fucking plastic surgery. It's not that big of a deal with Instagram now. Everyone sees it, anyways. So it's like if you really wanted to hide it, you would not post pictures of yourself, but you do, so just fucking say that you got like buckle fat removal and like fox eye surgery.
0: oh my God, what if I came over like post core to record and I just have fox eyes? you would be a little scared.
2: <laughs> well, yeah, if it was like <laughs> random like have you ever seen that surgery like on Instagram? No, have I you haven't. seen like what they do? no they put threads into your like right below your eyebrow and then tie them up like this and at first your skin is like puckered because they've literally tied like a spiked thread and then your skin kind of like evens out but the immediate after effect is like you look like your skin has been tied like Hannibal Lecter style or like Buffalo Bill style. It's really freaky. And then actually like I've read a lot of things that say like you should not get like threads put in right there. Like it can. That feels like like, an infection waiting to happen. It just seems like not the answer. Like I feel like if you're going to do that, you should just do a Botox brow lift. Yeah. I mean, it only lasts three months, but it's better I think than like getting your skin. Tied into a little bow. It's
0: fucking sick.
2: I just want honesty yeah. and transparency. handy allows this question to be asked, but from a fan to Jen, who the fan goes, For a woman in your fifties, you sure throw a lot of tantrums. And Jen goes, Uh in my fifties, like I'm not fifty. <laughs> she's like 40. And then everyone's like, Yeah, you're not. Yeah, she's literally not fifty. And then and then andy's like well jen did you did jen ever apologize to you heather for like screaming at you before like she got in the car like and heather's like no and then jen's like i'm sorry
0: and then andy goes jen
2: and she's like what he goes that was
0: a pretty (laughs) lackluster apology and then mary's just like what does mary say to her
2: Well, Heather's like, you know, I'm always going to be the friend. This is like the Al-Anon and Heather talking where she's like, no matter how anyone treats me, like I'll always be the friend that like puts them in the car. Make sure they're like, okay, blah, blah, blah. And Mary was like, really? Like you you need to choose a friend who's a friend to you. Because I think that's Heather's big problem especially with Jen, is like she's going out of her way, like bending over backwards and like caring so much. And like Jen treats her like shit over and over. And that's like the dynamic of their friend.
0: Jen's truly go girl, give us, give us yeah. trauma. Yeah,
2: and Heather kind of takes it. I think she somewhat <laughs> likes being in that role a little bit.
0: I kind of appreciated Mary being like, get a hold of yourself to Heather.
2: Yeah, that's not, that's not having like self-respect.
0: And I think that's what Mary was saying. I actually think Mary made a great mm. point with that. What a that was a great thing yeah. to say. Be the friend that what is how did she say it?
2: She said, You choose a friend who's a friend to you. Mm. And I was like, that's a that's like an accurate read. Yeah. I think Heather's learning that.
0: She is. Going back a little, when Jen explains what she actually does for a living, I was like, okay. Yeah. She's like, she's like talking about SEO. And I was just like, she's coming out with these terms. And I was just like over my head. And Lisa goes, yes, it's very lucrative. So like Lisa knows Jen clearly is like the breadwinner, I think.
2: She's killing it. All these women are killing it. I love it.
0: Jen. Yeah, we get to the part with Brooks and the weird night and the blackout night, the cigarettes, something about New York. What does Lisa say? Oh, she goes, I'm a New Yorker. It's just how I am.
2: Well, because Mary starts talking to her and she puts her hand like she's like, don't say. And Mary goes, put don't put your hand up to me. Yeah, that's the big. I'm a New Yorker. This is how I talk.
0: And then Heather goes, you've been in Utah for 20 years. (laughs) And Lisa goes, I'm from New York originally. She goes, I was born here. My mother's here. This is where I was raised. And I was like, all right. I mean, she has the voice. She has the accent.
2: Yeah. Also, it's like letter, but she's not like putting her hand in your face. She went, no one opens the door
0: for,
2: for a native, a native New Yorker. New
0: Yorker. Whoa.
2: whoa, whoa. <laughs> I love the swinger's conversation Swinger. too and how like defensive Lisa got over it. She's like we'll defend Mormonism at all costs.
0: Yeah, Heather and Whitney are like, yeah, there's fucking polygamy and underground sex shit going on. I mean, they know. Yeah, they were Heather born into Yeah, Heather breaks it down in show. a very
2: real way. Yeah, she's like it's the way for you to be like sexually experimental but still remain in your marriage, like yeah, If you're swinging with another couple. And I was like, okay, that makes sense. And Lisa goes, there are no swingers. There are no, there's not swinging.
0: She goes, that's that Mormon 2.0 thing.
2: Well, yeah, because I think that even Mormonism is like trying to rebrand itself to like get away from <laughs> the Warren Jeffs of it all and like the dark sidedness. And that's been a recent development.
0: No, I think she was. I think I thought I interpreted it as that she was calling Lisa Mormon 2.0. Like the super radical, like the born again Mormons are more hardcore than like the. That's what I took it as. Like she was oh, kind of I saying. Oh, I thought it was like. like... like... Maybe, maybe you're right. I took it as her saying like the holier and thou thing is like what, what you would expect from someone who's like not born into it and is like kind of taking it really seriously and.
2: Because Lisa's like, that's not Mormon
0: 2.0.
2: Yeah, I think it was like, I think Mormonism is getting like a rebrand or they're trying to like kind of distance themselves from that stuff. Like I read something recently online that was like they're trying to like create distance between like and not be called maybe it was like not be called LDS anymore, but I just assumed that it was like the 2.0 was like the refresh of the Mormon religion and brand where it's like, oh, we're not polygamists. like, we are not like oppressive, yeah. like blah, 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 blah. And so like it, and in denying that, you're like participating in Mormonism 2.0 yeah. and not honoring the fact, but could be either. Um, I love Whitney saying she would hook up with Meredith. Not Seth, just Meredith. <laughs> Same.
0: Yeah, I was. That was. Because Andy was like, Who, What couple would you get down with? And she's like, Meredith. I was like, John. <laughs> John Barlow.
2: John Barlow. I'm going to make this short and sweet. Give me that. <laughs> Give me that fire hose. I want him on the bar low. I want him on the bar. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Mary says that she doesn't make people feel less than. I was like, Mary.
2: I love Lisa was not letting her get away with that. Mm-mm. She goes, "I've seen you do it to people at your church." And I wish that people would go in on Mary and her church. It doesn't seem like that's going to happen. And I feel like that was one of the most explosive like revelations that came to light on like social media and like Reddit forums and stuff over the course of the season.
0: Yeah, I think I think there must be some kind of like zero like no Mary's like I'll, I'll come out if no one talks about my church or something.
2: No fly zone.
0: But maybe, maybe there's still two more episodes, though.
2: Yeah, I feel like also probably as the if she continues to be part of the franchise, it will get addressed eventually. How can it not? It can't can go it on not? like no infinitely with everyone turning a blind eye she's a cult Her leader literal cult she's a yeah.
0: she's a literal like we're talking we're we're saying like lol mary's iconic and stuff but like you and i are <laughs> there's no qualms we about also say we, that we are full aware knowledge that, she's of that a cult. she is the fact that she is
2: a first wife of a cult a church. religious organization that is a cult church that she was a child bride to her own step grandfather and they're they're taking people's
0: incomes like people are paying to get abused mentally i think by by these people
2: her entire lifestyle is funded by the members of her cult well
0: andy did at one point he goes did you ever find out how many houses you have and mary said no no. And I believe her, kind of. I don't think Mary knows the extent of this empire.
2: No. I mean, I think that she she stepped up to the plate and did what she felt was her, like, duty, but, like, her husband and whoever his cronies are probably run the financial show. Yeah, I mean, she seems very much still, like, little girl playing dress-up in my bedroom as, like, a coping mechanism for everything. But she also does participate in, like... She gets, she does have a sense of power. She's a powerful figure and knows how to step into that role. Yeah, there's
0: no, I mean, I think Mary, things, two things can be true at once in life. Yeah. She can be a victim. They can. (laughs) She can be a victim. I did not know. You didn't know? She can be a victim. She can be basically groomed into this role, but at the same time, abuse others and you know
2: and benefit re- from
0: reap it. the benefits of people basically giving her their entire income and so she can have multiple homes and like an apartment for her clothes so like mary's mm-hmm. on one hand benefiting from the abuse that she probably was raised in so it's it's complicated yeah. but
2: it's complicated but fascinating and i hope that we get to like have more of a window into that dynamic.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, Whitney and Lisa dis- discuss like their are texting and Whitney brings out like they both have brought copies of the text messages, which I love. Lisa was like, I have them myself.
2: Yeah. Anytime someone has like a paper, <laughs> a paper copy of a text message is always a power move and has now become such a housewives like trope. thing. But I love Andy going to go get the printed out text and he goes, this is a bad Xerox, babe. <laughs> He's text fail on Whitney's part. If you're going to print out the text, you need to make sure that they're entirely legible.
0: You knew Lisa had it bounded. Yeah. Laminated. I mean, no one will do it better than Monique Samuels on Potomac bringing out a binder with <laughs> organized. Each woman had a file and they're like the shit that she needed them to. <laughs> Oh, my God,
2: incredible. Yeah, and then Whitney and Heather really try and come for Lisa, and they call her dismissive, and she gets really bristly at that. And I think that it's just like it really is just they have clashing personality types because Mm -hmm. they are so – like her and Heather specifically are so similar in a lot of ways. And then Whitney is annoying. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: Like I would be over her too if I were Lisa yeah what does she she doesn't bring much to the table except her willingness to start shit when the cameras are on mm-hmm. in like a robotic way
0: yeah it's i mean it's whitney's like this annoying like an annoying younger person <laughs> who's like mm-hmm. you know and i think whitney's i i grew to really like whitney and be fond of her but i think she's she is deeply annoying and i would be annoyed with her i think but i also respect her and think she's funny
2: yeah i'm like curious to see where she goes cuz she doesn't she doesn't have like um a business does she
0: no i think she
2: she's still like in that process of like figuring out her um, brand so to speak here's the thing
0: though that i appreciate is that i really I love that Whitney rides for Heather. Whitney, yeah, I
2: feel like this show is definitely bringing them closer.
0: No, I just love. It gives me chills because I'm, I guess because I'm Irish, but I get real. I get chills when I see family defending each other. Like even with like the Real Housewives of New Jersey. Like whenever Melissa and Teresa were like to get a joint force on something, I always got like I was like, oh, I love that, and I loved seeing. I like seeing when Heather's fighting with someone, Whitney will chime in and be like, yeah. You know, and I, cause that's, that's what I would do.
2: If Mm -hmm. it was like my
0: cousin next to me, I'd be like, yeah. What about that? (laughs) You know?
2: Yeah. I like seeing that as well. Like, I I like seeing them. It seems like they're closer than ever and I'm ready for them to be like us against the world. I think that will make for like good TV, Mm -hmm. but I'm also like no one I guess it's hard because clearly, like, producers are in Whitney's ear being like, now is the time to go talk to Lisa about the tequila, like, bartenders from your party. Now is the time to go talk to Jen about this and that. And so it's like, you, like, she doesn't do a good job of, like, making it seem organic. So in that sense, they can't really say, like, They can't come for her as much as they normally could, being like, why the fuck would you say that at this thing? Like, Jen does that, but everyone else is kind of like, gives her a pass in a lot of ways.
0: I mean, Whitney is the plant, guys. Yeah. They called her in the beginning, and they were like, hey, so we want to see if you're interested. It's like the government calling someone and being like, do you want to be a spy? And you're like, sure. They're like, but
2: you need to say, you're going to have to incite all the conflict for the entire series and you're going to need to be okay approaching every woman to like say something that will piss her off. Is that cool? And Whitney's like, "Yes, I believe that will be okay with me." Really?
0: Side note, I sent it to you yesterday, but um Vanessa Bear was on uh mm-hmm. Watch What Happens Live and she did a, a reading of an interaction between Whitney and Lisa talking about Vita tequila ruining her renewal vows her vow renewal and vanessa is just like not surprisingly just uncanny at their voices yeah it's, she does a great it's like a stop- of them. <laughs> especially whitney
2: yeah whitney god bless her i find her to be like deeply annoying but i also i think i also just like hold it over her that she's like friendly with Lala and Katie from Mm -hmm. VPR. And I'm like, that can, I don't trust that at all. And so that colors my opinion of her somewhat.
0: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) They looked like they seemed like they were having fun.
2: (laughs) I'll say they did seem like they were having a good time. (laughs) I'll say
0: (laughs) they seemed like they were having fun.
2: Top shelf tequila that you cannot buy in the States.
0: <laughs> From Ireland.
2: <laughs> Top shelf.
0: I'm ready, though. I'm ready for more. I I mean, this is a great. She
2: brought it. If it weren't for her, there would not have been as much conflict. So she's doing her job and she's doing it well.
0: We have to stand Whitney. Um, yeah. I'm ready for more. I think that's kind of all that happens, right?
2: Yeah, I think we covered it.
0: But I'm—I mean, guys, what? Are, I mean, just like the first, the beginning of the season, they're good at first episode. So I hope that's not they're a troll great. on us. But I think the next two episodes seem to be even more intense.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm ready for it all. Talk all right. about it all. Maybe it was just like there were such gaps between filming. I don't know. Something like didn't add up. And I know that we're in the minority kind of thinking that, but I stand by my, I stand by my read. I stand by you. I I stand stand by you. you.
0: So if you're mad, get mad. (laughs) Don't hold it all inside. Come on and talk to me now hey <laughs> what you've got to hide sorry I that song it. the first time i heard that song was in do you remember clueless had the tv show Mm-hmm. that was like not good but
2: terrible remember they cast not alicia silverstone but like an uncanny valley version of <laughs> alicia silverstone
0: yeah she's been in a bunch of shit that actress she was in sugar and spice i know but
2: i was I was truly like Me too. I was like "You cannot do this to me. When that ca- when everyone else was the same, yeah. but then she was just the one that was different. I was like when Hollywood does that, I'm like who do you think you are with this move? Mhm. <laughs> and also Alicia should have done that because her career went on a She's new having a resurgence
0: though. Hullet.
2: She is. She was a cr- incredible in her small but powerful role. The Lodge. In, um The Lodge, yeah.
0: (laughs) And Killing of a Sacred Deer.
2: Yes. And And she's
0: in a new movie, right, coming out where she, it looks really funny. She's like the star of it. She
2: was also in something else recently that besides those, I love her doing like horror.
0: She was in Butter, that my friend that you know, Jason McAuliffe, oh, yeah, wrote. Good movie.
2: (laughs) Great movie. (laughs)
0: <laughs> um, I'm ready I'm ready for her anyway but I'm ready for more reunion and I'm ready to hear what you guys think
2: yeah sound off
0: more about Lisa coming out of the womb <laughs> as a PR girl amazing this is
2: amazing life <laughs> amazing no wow you can follow Carrie at eCario.
0: you can follow Laura at Lars Marie
2: and um Thank you to our editor Jonathan Cornman. Thank you Jonathan. As per slay,
0: slay me, Jonathan.
2: And until next time. Amazing. Amazing.